0: Hi, everybody. Welcome to The Virtue Signal. I'm Bill Whittle here with my friend Alfonso Rachel, and you probably know the drill by now. Uh, so, you know, not too long ago, we did a show on profanity and, and you know, uh, whether or not to use it in pop culture things and so on and so forth. It was an interesting discussion, and very interesting comments about it, too. Uh, but I'm going, to, uh, I'm going to now pronounce the what I think is the most obscene word in the English language. So uh, those of you who may be, you know, delicate you might want to Either turn the volume down or whatever. But for me, it, it is the most repulsive word because of, because of the repulsiveness of, of both sides of, of this particular uh, word. And that word is compliance. Mm. Way before the pandemic especially here in California with its innumerable regulations and, and, you know, edicts and and all of this, there would be the term, are you in compliance? You know, are are you compliant? Are you compliant with OSHA standards? Are you compliant with, with, uh, you know, with, with all this stuff, compliance, compliant, compliant. And, and to me, it is just such a disgusting word. And when I see what's happening in Australia, where they're taking people to concentration camps in the north of the country because they weren't vaccinated, because they didn't comply. I've got a a real tough question for you. First of all, well, a couple questions. First of all, did you think that free people in Australia and America would be as eager to comply with this stuff as it seems that so many of them are? We'll start with that one, and then we'll walk around it after you're done.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, compliance, man. It, it, it drives me nuts when people say, "Well, it's the law." Um, just because something is the law doesn't mean it's right, you know. And, and, and
0: by the way, it's not the law. It, it, the law is generated by Congress. 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 Mm. Uh, Passes a bill and it goes from the House to the Senate. Senate approves it. Reconciliation. The President signs it. This isn't even this isn't even complying with laws. These aren't laws. These are edicts. These are dictates. They're executive orders. They're they're they're, um, they're things like the uh, like the health you know the health public health uh, official has determined that you will stay in your house for the next three months. It, it's nothing legal about this law. That people are complying with.
1: Sure, sure, but you know, as for some reason, uh, you know, with the left, they can make these uh, informal things, and they can call it whatever they want to. That's right. If they want to call it the law, it's the law. If they want to call it science, it's science. Uh, You know, that's just the way it is. And these are this is their religion that we have to live
0: by. Were you shocked at at how willing so many supposedly free people are or were? To comply with this kind of tyranny.
1: Um, no, no, I wasn't surprised because hey, when this when this thing came out, you know, when COVID came out, it wasn't even the virus I was worried about. Uh, I was worried about people's reaction to it. How are people going to respond to this? And, um, you know, looking at, you know, I, I'm going to I myself, I, I examine this from Scripture and I'm going to say, OK, well, the Lord has already told us how this is going to do. When they were calling us, you know, uh uh religious, super super uh, superstitious freaks, you know, because God's talking about uh how to conduct yourself with hygiene and how to quarantine mm-hmm. yourself. You don't quarantine a whole village, you know, just one person, and then they gotta do the seven days and the 14 days, what did it say? 14 days of the curve? Well, the Lord already gave us statutes on that. And then after that, there's other practical measures to to, to take. Um and you know, sometimes people will lean on scriptures, you know, like Paul gets a bad rep because Paul gets taken out of context so much. And one of those things is when Paul is talking about, look, you're supposed to submit to authority. All right. Submit to authority. All authority is given by God and you're supposed to submit to that. But they leave out the fact that, hey, well, even the authority still has to abide by certain, by the statutes of God. If they don't, you have the right to question your government. Okay. Right. Or even when, even when God is saying, Hey, I'm, I'm handing you over to Nebuchadnezzar and you're going to do everything that he says. Right. And, and Nebuchadnezzar is a full on heathen. Right. But God's like, look, this is what you wanted. And you know what, dang it, this this is what you're gonna get. And overlooking that the name Nebuchadnezzar itself is it's a picture of Christ. You know, I just want to say this really quick in case anybody thinks that God just tells us to follow heathens. Like, no, no, there's a picture in there. Nebuchadnezzar, his name itself means protector of the consecrated crown. Listen to his name, Nebu. Nebuchadnezzar. Nezer, as in Nazarene, as in Jesus of Nazareth. You're supposed to see that picture in there. So this is what the Lord is telling you. Don't look at Nebuchadnezzar. I'm telling you to look for the Lord when he shows up. But you guys wanted to be heathens. So now you're going to follow this guy. But don't forget the picture that I've shown you, who's going to be showing up to redeem you.
0: Well, you said you weren't surprised at the at the reaction to the virus. I was stunned. I was just stunned. When this whole thing happened, the lockdown was, um, March 18th in California, of uh, 2020. So we're pushing two years on this now. And when it happened, I went home and told my uh, lovely Russian wife, Natasha, and everybody's wearing masks and stuff. And she said, how long do you think this will last? I said, not long, honey. Uh, Americans aren't going to put up with this for, you know, we're not going to put up with wearing masks for, for a long time. Uh, and I almost said I was wrong about that. I should have been more um, specific. I should have said things like Texans and Floridians won't put up with this, <laughs> uh, but Californians sure did, uh, and, and they rushed to comply. And and when I look at when I look at Australia, and the degree of open fascism that 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 this people who I, I spent four months in Australia, I thought they were the most loose friendly don't give a damn about the rules don't bother me with your regulations mate you know just kind of shove off <laughs> the, just just the way that they've taken it and 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 i i wonder it's been so severe that it it makes me wonder where did the where did that cancer start? Not on the part of the population, although that's something to, to think about too. But these officials who were basically saying, well, you know, you are going to go uh, to the other end of this continent and you're going to sit in a concentration camp because you didn't comply with this edict that, that we've issued. And, and this is the thing about compliance is, is that there's, there's two sides to this concept. There's the complying with side, which I've been stunned at and deeply alarmed by, and then the other side of it is is the you will comply side, which is kind of the eternal enemy, as far as I'm concerned. You know, if you really want to take history and just really, really boil it down to the bare, bare, bare essentials, it really does seem to me nothing but a parade of. Different cycles of different people who want to tell you what to do. It's like, it's like some of these South American countries with you know, two revolutions a year, right? This guy wants to tell you what to do, and then some other guy wants to tell you what to do, so he's overthrown, and he tells you what to do. And and I can accept that that kind of genetic defect of, of, of people like the progressives who are constantly, constantly wondering about some new way to, to to hassle you when they should just be leaving you alone. But it's almost like we, it's almost like we have not just America, but the entire West. It's almost like we've forgotten how to fight back against this kind of stuff.
1: And yeah, man, you know, um, it's scary that the, the, the nation is being conquered by a mask. You know, it's, it's, it, a piece of paper, basically. I mean, it's, it's kind of ironic. What, was it China? China called America a paper tiger. Uh, <laughs> almost like this, basically this piece of paper is, is subduing people. Something that we could just say, yo, I'm not wearing this. But for some reason, that's not happening. And uh, there's been a lot of things set in play, man, to make, to make this happen. You know, um, the, the prejudice that, uh, especially when it comes to the, the Democrats, you know, waging this thing on the right, you know, we're anti-science, uh, you know, we're racist and all that sort of stuff. And, and they've made these narratives stick. And you don't want to be like those racist anti-science people, do you? Well, wear your mask. So these people think that they're doing their civic duty. Uh, they're complicit with you. Uh, uh, with it, as, as you've said, and they're wearing their mask and they're basically the Pharisees of our day. Uh, you know, and, and the Lord talks about these people. I like, mean, you guys are out there, you putting on these self-righteous sanctimonious shows of what it is that you're doing. You think that you're doing this public service, you know, uh, and, and you're just as religious as anybody else. And look what it cost, You know, like I said, even from the onset of this, I meant, I you know, the, the, the Lord warned us about stuff like this. You know, and these people with their self righteousness and who are given over to their ego, their pride, and their fear, um, and their boastfulness, and to show how much of a good person that they are. You know, this is how much. Yeah,
0: we anticipatory anticipatory compliance. Yes,
1: we care more. I'm going to be wearing
0: an. And uh, by the way, uh, for those of you following fashion trends, Mm. I've noticed here in California over the last two three weeks that that uh, now just wearing a mask in public is you know passe mm. now you've got to wear an N95 mask out in public mm. that's the way you know that uh that the person is is complying uh, <laughs> fully i've got an N95 mask which is even more you know effective and and this rush this rush to 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 be the first in line where somebody tells you to stand in line mm. They don't have the power to tell you to stand in line. You're not going to like where that line goes if you were awake enough to, you know, look at the last time people told people to stand in lines and all the rest of it. But but it's like it's like we once again, it's like there's two Americas. There's there's the America that is like, you know, tell me what to do. You're not going to not going to I you don't have a right to teach my kids to hate me. They're my kids. Mm-hmm. You don't have a right to do this. You don't have a right to inject things against them. You don't have a right to do any of this stuff. So there's that America still there. But so much of the country has just lost that fundamental sense of, of independence and, and and self-confidence and all the rest of it and have been running to see who could be at the front of the compliance line. And, and I hadn't any idea that that moral rot had spread to the degree that it had but it has
1: oh man it's it's just another face of it you know they, they, they you had touched on it before like when it comes to um, you know like peer pressure this is just another form of peer pressure and, you know when when somebody wants to do something they don't want to be the only one you know culpable with it. they they got it's got to be like community culpability you're going to join me in this right i don't want to be the only one who's uh doing something um that, I don't know, it, it, you have to wonder, do they know that they're doing something wrong? Like, it, it just raises the question of when people are doing evil, do they really know? Do they, is it that
0: they intend to do- No, they don't do- think they're doing anything wrong. Right. The, people, the people that you see driving around in California mm. with N95 masks in their car with the windows rolled up and nobody else in the car. Right. <laughs> That's virtue signaling. Yes. But it's, it's, it's them eager to show- Authorities mm-hmm. that they're on board, right. that they're that they're good citizens and well citizens and good subjects anyway. Yes, and 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 it's like it's it's like that that foundational core. Of, and I'm not talking about knee jerk rebellion, mm-hmm. although I'd much rather have that than compliance. <laughs> the inability of people to be able to ascertain whether or not this is something i should comply with on a moral basis you know the ability to to weigh these things you know i mean i comply with laws that say that you can't burn buildings uh-huh. down or murder people i'm in full compliance when it comes to that kind of stuff because i'm capable of independently weighing these things and say no that is a it is a great evil and 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 prohibiting this is a good thing but but no one well not no one but half the country at least seems utterly incapable of it and and the longer this thing goes on so the more i realize that if if a guy in a if a guy was a doctor somebody said do this on cnn or abc evening news (laughs) a lot of people would do it and when we were growing up you know it's like uh Well, why are you – you can't do that. Why are you doing that? What's the matter with you? I told you not to do that. Well, George is doing it. Well, if George jumped off a cliff, would you jump off a cliff? You know, how many times did we hear that growing up? Mm. And now it's like it doesn't even enter people's heads to ask. George is just gone and Mm. he's forgotten. And I'm just still gobsmacked by it.
1: Sure. And, and, you know, and I guess that's like a different thing between what's foolish and what's evil. You know, when a person doesn't make a consideration, hey, dude, are you sure you really want to do that? Maybe because it's just foolish. But evil, I mean, I'm, even when I look at people wearing masks, it's like evil is a strong word. But to the attitude with it, though, as if they have this moral supremacy. And that's the thing about Democrats, man. It's like they have this they, they've got this thing with supremacy. Right. Whether it's white supremacy, warms, moral supremacy, it's like they don't stop. They're just a party of supremacy. And the thing about evil, man, it's not that there's no such thing as evil. But I don't know if there's a such thing as a person who doesn't think they're doing good. Like, I don't think people go out and say, man, I'm, yeah. I'm looking forward to doing some evil. I just want to do some evil today. No, it's not that they feel justified in the evil that they they, well, they don't recognize the evil. I think I'm doing something good, whether this person deserves it or whether right. I deserve it or I deserve what somebody else has or whichever. I'm going to go and I'm going to do this. I'm going to transgress against somebody else, but I'm justified to do it.
0: Yeah, that's a, just to, just to run with what you're just saying. It's like I don't consider people who who wear masks and have four vaccination shots. I don't consider them evil at mm. all. Right, the people who are telling them to do it, the people who are, mm-hmm. are saying you will comply with this, now those people are in fact genuinely evil. But yet, no, the people who are complying are complying because they think they're doing the right thing. And that's what's so alarming about it. That's what's so alarming about it. I mentioned this a moment ago. Is that, is that the ability to, as an individual person, make a moral judgment on something without being told what the right answer is. Mm. right it's really what it comes down to it's like we have all decided that this is what you should be doing and so do that and 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 some of us say well now wait a minute and others of us just say okay well if, well if that's what i'm supposed to do then i'll i'll go to the front of the line i'll 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 be i'll be i'll be showing everybody how down i am with complying with this mandate that has no legal standing even put that aside no scientific standing put that aside just the willingness to do what other people tell you, mm. without the, the 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 what I thought was a built-in American reaction. <laughs> you know who the hell are you? Piss off! <laughs> it's it's quite shocking, and and I and and I think the only
1: well, I
0: don't know what to do about it.
1: Sure. Now, but see, now where do we draw that discernment from? You know, and but the thing is now, even the authority and I'm glad you made that clarification. Thank you, man. Uh, But even with the authority telling us that we have to do these, you know, these mandates, even that there are they thinking, ah, and, and like Dr. Evil or something like that, we're going to make these people do this and make these people do that. Are they thinking I've got an evil genius plan to do this to America? Or is it a factor of no, America needs this? You know, I'm justified to well, do the this. world. The, or the world, thank you. Yes. The world uh uh deserves. Or this needs to be the, the the ends justify the means and all right. That no, that's sort of a, stuff. that's a
0: great point because it was something we learned in theater, strangely mm. enough, and that is that you know if you're going to play a villain, no villain ever wakes up and goes, oh, "I'm the villain. I'm going to go out and do <laughs> something evil." Hitler never woke up and said, oh, "How can I become the most evil person in history today?" Mm. What Hitler, what Hitler was doing, the horrible evil that he committed, he committed because he thought it was good for Germany. Yes. And so, yes, you're absolutely right. You can justify anything, mm-hmm. but what, but but i am utterly convinced especially in this particular cycle of tyranny that we find ourselves in that the people who are doing the tyrannizing are people who have essentially no human connection to other people in the way that you and i understand the term just they're just workers they're they're taxpayers they're cogs there are too many of them we need to we need to call the herd a little bit when we when when they say things like that and when you hear them talk about well we have to do things to reduce the population you the first thing i realize is yeah, you may have one child or whatever, but you're not going to put your child in that line to reduce the population. It's going to be somebody else. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And and this this is, I think, the source of all of this tyranny throughout all of history, is, the, is that the people who do the tyrannizing, the the, the the tyranny, are capable of doing it because there's something wrong with them, that they're missing the human connection to the people that they are enslaving. There's... I mean, you, you ask yourself things like, well, would you know? Would you have been opposed to slavery? Well, you know, there's a financial reason to, uh, to have slaves back in a cotton economy. But I asked myself, could I walk past somebody being whipped without doing something about it? And the answer is no, I couldn't walk past that. If I saw somebody whipping somebody else that they owned, I would have a major problem with that. And I wouldn't keep walking either. And... And so this is kind of the thing, right? It's like, is it the people that, that inflict these edicts and demand compliance don't see the people that they demand compliance from as people? And my entire concern in terms of bringing it up with this episode is there seem to be very, there seem to be a lot fewer people than I thought who are willing to say, no, this is, this is not something to comply with. This is, this is something to resist,
1: Yes. You know, and, and, you know, even with Hitler, you know, talking about the, just like you were, you know, um, said about him thinking that he's doing a good thing. Hitler himself said, look, man, I'm doing the Lord's work. And funny enough, the Lord himself said, there are going to be people who are going to be killing you. And they're going to say that they're doing it for me. Right. And this violates the commandment to not take the Lord's name in vain. You know, so. You're gonna have these people who are thinking that they're doing a good thing. I mean, heck man, even when people had slaves, they thought it was a good thing. Of course they
0: did. You know, they thought it's like this. No, they, the, they thought it was biblical. They thought that, right. Absolutely, yeah.
1: You know, and it's like, biblical. Did, did you not read the part where the Lord says if you kidnap a person and you, and for your own pleasure or make a market of them, That is punishable by death. Did you not see what the Lord did to Egypt for enslaving the Hebrews? Did did you did y'all miss that whole thing? Yeah. Did you miss the whole thing? God's actually not on board with slavery, but there. But and this, this is an opportunity to kind of explain to people who say that Lincoln was okay with slavery and really didn't care about freeing the slaves when it comes to um, and like, just like you said, it's like, look, man, I'm not down with like people like whipping slaves and all this sort of stuff. And slavery was what it was. This is where Lincoln was coming from with that before people just think that Lincoln was saying slavery is what it is. Um, one of the first political statements Lincoln made was, look, man, the first chance I get, I'm going to hit slavery and I'm going to hit it hard. Okay? Two, when, when Lincoln says, look, man, I'm not looking to change slavery where it exists. This is people taking the Lincoln Lincoln to mean that, oh, you know, uh, he doesn't really care about slavery. No, slavery exists in a cons- constitution under these conditions. One, you can't force somebody into slavery. It has to be by due process of law. If a person commits a crime, you can subject that person to forced labor, but you can't just snatch somebody up. Hey, you've committed the crime of being black and I'm going to make you my slave. You can't do that. I'll go to war with you for that. But if a person is a bond servant, if they got a debt to pay, or if they have been uh, charged with a crime. Indentured,
0: indentured. and Things like that.
1: That's when you can have slavery. That's when a person can be subject to forced labor. I'll say that's why Lincoln said where it exists. No, I'm not going to mess with that. But if you're forcing somebody into slavery, we're going to go to war.
0: Well, that's ultimately it, isn't it? I guess that's the ultimate form of compliance mm. is being an actual slave.
1: Mm. Uh, <laughs> nice. Yes. No, it is
0: because, because you don't have any choice. And, and, and in the case of actual slaves, the reason that slaves complied mm. is because there were men on horses with guns mm. and whips and all of this stuff. And this is perhaps the best way to close this episode. Who is forcing us to comply? Who's the guy on the horse with the whip and the gun that's making us do these things? There isn't one. There isn't one. We are prisoners in a cage with a door that is not locked. And that is the absolute epitaph for our times. That's what's going on right now. Heavy. So... A year ago, a bunch of people uh, joined and became members of BillWiddle.com, allowed us to bring Alfonso Rachel and do some other things and stuff. Uh, Zoe and I have been working. I know we've been teasing this forever, and, and I was actually hoping to do this quite a while ago, but get knocked back with COVID. But Zoe and I have been working on something uh, that we think is really impressive, and uh, we're going to release it next week, and we hope you think it'll be impressive, too. Um, so there's your little tease. Uh <laughs> Thanks very much for joining us on behalf of my friend Alfonso Rachel, who's now in a free country. Uh, it's, uh, it's a pleasure. This is episode 100 of The Virtue Signal. 100 episodes made possible by, by those of you who stepped up and were both very, very grateful for it. So until next time, uh, I'm Bill. That's it, Alfonso. We'll see you on The Virtue Signal.